Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Pat Price Tech Talk training room. It's time for Tech Talk on May 22nd, 2023. And we are here to talk about a product that I don't think we've talked about prior to this. We have two guests with us. Daniel Lubner, who is the CEO of Touchpad Pro Foundation, and Matthew Bullis, who is the Chief Experience Officer. Matthew's been with us on Tech Talk and has a, a good history with Tech Talk and so many other things within the assistive technology field. And we're going to talk to them and they're going to speak to us about products, including the Braille Doodle. Uh, and, and other products as well, and we're delighted to have them both with us. So we will, first of all, say thank you both for being with us. Welcome. And uh, we'll kick it to Daniel, who will talk to us a little bit about what this particular organization is all about and the products that they exhibit. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. You know, um, Matthew's told me a lot about you guys, and this is a wonderful place to be. And uh, but uh, no, it's just really good to be here. It's been very exciting what's been happening lately with the Kickstarter and everything. Uh, well, anyway, let me just introduce myself real quick. So my name is Daniel Lubiner. I'm the CEO and founder of Touchpad Pro Assistive Technology. No, I'm sorry, Touchpad Pro Foundation. Yes. Okay, so it's the Touchpad Pro Foundation. And uh yeah, I was a teacher for like 25 years. And the last five years I was teaching, I was teaching blind and visually impaired kids. I was teaching them art and it was really cool. It was kind of nerve wracking at first, you know, cause I had like, uh, I was scared. I was nervous when they said, you're going to teach a hundred blind and low vision kids. I'm sighted by the way, you know, so when they told me that I was like really nervous going in there, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to say the wrong thing? I'm going to trip up. I'm going to do the wrong thing. But really quick, they made me feel really, really comfortable. And they showed me how, you know, they're just kids. They're just teenagers. They, they like to have crushes and, and play and, you know, and uh, I also, saw there was a lot of people on the spectrum, you know, when sighted people, we have a lot of things that we don't understand that I learned a lot very quickly about blind, uh, blind people in general. (laughs) It's like, there's a whole spectrum. It's not just you're blind or you're not blind, you know? So, my students, a lot of them would want to, you know, use any vision that they had. They would get down and they would smell things. They would smell the paint and the clay and they would get paint and clay on their faces and stuff. And then the pandemic hit and all our students went home, right? And it became very frustrating to try and teach them. Of course, I I couldn't teach them art. Uh, I was singing songs and stuff like that with them. But, um, and then I was thinking, how how do they teach Braille? And, you know, I think like Braille instruction practically stopped. It was very difficult. I know they could teach a little bit here and there, 
uh, Matthew was teaching a little Braille over the internet. And it was, you know, tough for him. And I was thinking, what if they could have something in front of them, something like inexpensive, where we could give them out to lots of kids, you know, and they it could be tactile or, you know. So that's how the Braille Doodle was born, is like this idea of trying to have like a, a two-sided device that could teach Braille and also like do tactile drawings, but like almost be like a toy so lots of people would be able to access it you know we'd be able to mass produce it produce it by the thousands rather than the hundreds and get that price down so that that's my basic introduction and i'll i guess i'll tell you more as we go along so i uh got involved with this project because i had reached out to Daniel asking several questions and starting several conversation conversation threads about the product, including questions about it. And uh, we started having several hours of, of conversation. And then I was, um, began helping him outreach to podcasts such as this one and, and communities such as this one. And uh, I'm also a teacher. I teach blind and visually impaired adults here in phoenix arizona daniel by the way is in the new york city area and teaching adults over the internet during the pandemic braille was uh, very difficult because the student had their braille book and then you had your braille book as a teacher but trying to make sure that they're on the correct page okay no that's all right find the number sign on the top of the page all right now we're wanting page 15 okay you're on page 14 okay remember it's a e so okay okay now we have page 15 all right so now second line down is where we're starting you know that type of thing guiding the student just with the voice and not with the hands so very difficult so that's why a product like this would be so much helpful and perhaps we ought to have a description of what the braille doodle is um so uh, Daniel, you can describe what the Braille Doodle is. We've got double-sided, as you said. So one side is your freeform drawing, and the other side is learning Braille. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I'll just go through a really quick uh, description the best I can. Right, so it's it's about the size of a laptop computer. And uh, I was actually doing all the measurements recently because everybody's asking for dimensions. I'm like, okay, I, I get the dimensions. <laughs> so dimensions are 12, uh, 12 and three quarter inches by nine and one quarter inches. And it's about one inch thick. And on the one side is the braille side. Okay, so it was a Braille learning size. So think of it like a big tablet. So Braille learning side, and on the other side is like a drawing side. Okay, so they have 1,578 holes. Because I counted them all, and now I know how many holes it takes to fill the Albert Hall. See if anybody get that one. <laughs> but um, need a reference. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, I, I, I said it along with you. I, I got that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I had to count the, all the holes. But um, 
no. So on the on the Braille side, there um, there are all the examples of Braille in extra jumbo Braille. So it's like the jumbo Braille dots uh, are seven point five millimeters apart. Um, but anyway, so it goes. You know, A then a practice space, B then a practice space, C then a practice space, and so on. And in the A, you could only pick up the the one dot. Like you could count all the dots, you could feel all the holes, but you could only pick up the A. So we're then talking about hollow point stylus here. Is what we're talking about? Yeah, oh, magnetic stylus. Yeah. Thank you, Matthew. So in, inside every hole is a, a little uh, BB, like ball, that gets pulled up with a magnetic stylus. There's a little spring in there that holds up the ball just right. So you could feel it without it falling down until you want to push it down. Right? Then you could just erase it. So... Anyway, so it gives that student an immediate sense of success where you could say, oh, you made an A. Okay, repeat that A. You could do it right next to it. Good. Now make a B. Now repeat the B. Then underneath all these letters, there's also the number indicator and the capitalization indicator and some sight words and of the with, you know, the first ones. And... Underneath all that are two lines of 20 cells. Uh, so that's a really cool thing because that's kind of unique about my product because, you know, when you're teaching reading, you, get, you know, this, this came from a love of teaching. And, you know, in the end, I was teaching art to blind and low vision. But for many years, I taught reading. Uh, you know, from non-readers to readers, and I taught learning disabled kids or some kids on the autistic spectrum or kids who are, um, you know, Down syndrome and just teaching them their first words and stuff like that was just so wonderful. But you learned how to break things down. You learned how to make things tactile and to make them auditory and to make them all kinds of different things. So you're getting the input in a multi-sensory way. So when you're teaching reading, you're, a lot of products, you get one letter at a time, like one cell or two cells or something like that. You know, with this, you could go right to words and right to sentences. So you teach the phonics, ah, a, C, and, and you know, K, K, T, T, Tat, you know, cat, and then you spell cat, and then you do the rhyming words, fat, cat, sat, mat, and then you spell a sentence, the fat cat sat on a mat, and then you're reading and you're writing, you know, like right away, you know, that's, that's the way it really gets good for teaching kids. And then the you turn this thing over and the back of it with all of these holes just presents all kinds of possibilities. And people are really excited about 
you know, this part, you know, whether you're a child, you're an adult, it doesn't matter because you're going to have a wonderful time just like drawing on this thing. So you draw a big circle and you feel the circle as you're drawing it. Uh, you know, you draw a square, you feel the square. And we're going to have things that go over it uh, called like, like a brow cover. We'll divide it up all into brow cells. So it would be like a, a brow slate with, I mean, it was like six lines of 16 brow cells. You know, it's not terrific, but we also want to make improvements in the future or make it. But uh, anyway, so you get the idea. Like it's, it, it, it's going to be a real lot of fun and also be able to teach all kinds of different things like graphs and, and science diagrams, like maybe what the cell is like and things like that. So, and because it took me like so long to develop and finally get all the things together that I needed, like patents and stuff like that. Um, I came up with more and more ideas of how to like, we could, improve it or we could do this so we could make graphs on it or you could do xy graphing or you could divide it up into little squares and then each of the squares can be a number so then instead of having all those cubes you know that you would put in the grid to do addition multiplication division you could do that all in the braille doodle you know so it's really cool how other people you know just offer their ideas and offer their things and it just gets more and more exciting and and now we've we've sold over 385 of them and all over the world like australia south korea japan uh uk india and it's you know we we've gone over thirty thousand dollars in sales, so it's we're really doing this thing. You know, it's so, really coming to fruition. So I think we better. Um, I'm probably sure most of you may know what the concept behind Kickstarter, but in case you you don't uh, haven't experienced it before, you make your free account. Uh, you do put payment info in, but you're not charged today. The the campaign ends in uh, 27 days, is it now? 27 days uh, from this recording, which is the 22nd, as, as Larry said. And um, it's at that time that the pledges get collected. So there, these are uh, pre-orders for the product, which, which uh, we, we estimate will be at your door by Christmas. So you're, it's, it's something which you're, you're investing in. It's a product you're investing in, basically. That's how it, this works. So there's a Kickstarter app, and then you, you could create your pledge through there. And you could also do this on the computer uh, with your screen reader. So uh, everything on the page is marked up by headings. So you can use your screen reader navigation to go down by heading. And it's a, it's a little tricky because... Each pledge amount, each item in the Kickstarter is uh, marked up by heading and it is a clickable link, but it doesn't say so. So you have to press enter and then your the pledge will come up as the 
the amount that you've chosen. We've got it set up where it's $75 for one Braille doodle. And then if you are thinking that you want to get more than one unit, then you would go down to another a section on the website where there's more than one that you could buy at a time because the way that we're thinking about this product is that you'll if you plan to buy several say you want to buy five well then at the end of the campaign you will say to daniel okay well, I, I pledged for five of these and i'd like to i'd like you to send me three of them and then i'm, I'm going to donate two of them somewhere else so you make those decisions at the end of the campaign with your backer surveys so that's how this has been shaping up. Anything to add to that, Daniel? Well, I, I think you've been doing, you explained it wonderfully. And, you know, if you have any questions, Matthew has been terrific uh, as being like the chief experience officer, which is like, you know, dealing directly with the customers and you know and understanding their needs and you know talking people through if they need it uh, one thing i would add is like if you go and put on one braille doodle for 75 you could hit continue and you know and then it will give you add-ons so you can add on another one or another one you know so you could start at five if start if you start it at 10 too, it's it's seventy dollars a piece, you know, so you get a little break if you buy ten of them. I do want to say in, in full disclosure, because we're in the middle of the campaign, that the first ten days of this, when this started on May 2nd, it was National Teachers Day. And so for the first 10 days of the campaign, it was an early bird price of $70. Now that is still listed on there, but it's not available because that was a timed uh, perk but it does show you that as what it was so j just so you're, you're not confused when you're reading through the material of the campaign that it shows you every option that was ever available yeah uh, and and uh, larry mentioned at the beginning that there's more than one product so uh daniel i'm not sure if you have the, your dimensions for the mini version but that's also a, a, a an item which is the same item but smaller, and that's a limited uh, quantity. Are you able yeah. to do a demo at all, by the way, tonight? So that this is uh, sure. we should explain that this is a me totally mechanical item. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I should I should do that for you know for people who have some vision. I'm turning on my camera. Okay. And uh, you know my hair is a mess, and but. <laughs> um, so I'm holding up the device right now and I'm just going to use a big magnet and if you hear I'm pulling up all the balls on this side right so I'm going to draw it in the opposite direction which of course you could do you know you could push things down and then you would feel which ones are pushed down. So if I start in the center and I start going around in circles, you're going to see a big squiggly, you know, line. And you would be able to feel that line as you went along. And if I pull up all 
the circle to God. That line will disappear. Something that really... We, we didn't get that last thing that you just said. So the, if, I, if I take the magnet again, I put it all down, or, or, you know, the lines will disappear. Um, one thing that was exciting, too, is like things that come, come up with like XY graphing. So if I make an X axis and a Y axis, and then I could count negative one, three, or negative seven, two, or negative two, you know, and I'm sure all of you have done this and experienced this, but usually you're handed a, you know, a piece of paper or something with, with the graphs already on there. But with this, you can graph equations. So you could actually make that curvy line that says, you know, 2x plus y equals, no, I'm saying it wrong. Anyway, 2x equals 3x minus y or something like that. I was never good at that. <laughs> but um, so, you know, and I could push down all of these. And the other cool thing we're going to have about these is these covers that I said, like you take a cover and you slide the cover down. And on this cover in particular, this has a house and a tree. So if I use the magnetic stylus to bring up all the dots in the house and the tree, so if I'm asking a student, I, you know, this was uh, one of my first great experiences when I first came up with a prototype and I brought it to a kid's house and I was like, hey, kid. No, I said, <laughs> I said, hey, what's taller, a house or a tree? And he was like, I don't know. Uh, maybe a house, you know, because he has been blind since birth. So, of course, he, he didn't really understand that concept. So instead of me just telling him what the answer is, I, I said, well, let's find out. So we put this on here and we drew the house and the tree. And I said, okay, let's take it off and see what we feel. So we took it off and he said, oh, in this case, the tree is higher than the house. And I was like, yes, exactly. In this case, the tree is taller than the house. So that's not always the case. Sometimes a tree could be smaller or a house could be, you know, really tall or something. And then, you know, I said, what if the tree is further back? So the house is down here on this plane and the tree is a little further back. Then we could talk about perspective, like how with a sighted person, we kind of see a tree in the distance, the further away it is, it's smaller. 
so you can have all these discussions and like get like you know oh i put mountains in the background and you know wani says oh it's a house in the hills <laughs> you know so it's it's really just a lot of fun the different things and then on this side so The stylus, by the way, fits here on the side, and it's also attached by a cord. So that's another thing that's really cool is you can take this out of the box and you hand it to a kid, and they can start playing with it right away, or an adult. And you're, you know, and you can start learning the braille right away because it's right here in front of you. And so if I lift up the A, then next to it, I copy it. And then I could feel it, and it doesn't fall down until I push it down. You lift up the B, and then you could copy it right next to it. And it also has, uh, for the parents or the teachers or friends, it has the letter and number A1. And so it has the prints so people who are sighted can follow along and people who are sighted become teachers, just like that. And I think another exciting thing is this, is this offers, you know, a great opportunity for people who are sighted and people who are blind to enjoy something together and to work together. So, you know, kids with their brothers and sisters, um, kids, you know, kids with their parents, they can draw together and they can, you know, do Braille together and learn Braille together. So that's a pretty exciting thing. And on the bottom here are those lines of Braille. On this, this is the prototype. So... You know, it has three lines of braille, but it will have two because it got rather heavy. <laughs> so we're cutting it down to two lines of braille. But uh, I can, I, I learned my name, capital A, capital D, rather, A, uh, N. Oh, look, I made up the wrong dot for N, so I push that back down so I can fix it. Then I, E, L, Daniel, right? So it, it's, I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's really cool. And I, I think, again, this, had, this is too good to have just come from me. You know, it came from working with my students and just asking them questions and thinking like, well, what would you like? Would you like it like this? Would, would, would you like to draw with something like this? How would you like it? You know, and then having my team members, you know, I've always had like people around me who have given me great ideas who are on the blindness spectrum, you know, people who are fully blind, people who just went blind when they're 50, people who, you know, have been blind their whole life, people in different countries, you know, so it's been a really great experience, like watching this grow and seeing it grow. And, so I uh, think maybe, we, yeah. I think maybe we ought to see, we, we ought to 
uh, go over the, the two products again. So we've got we've been describing the the Braille Doodle, the full sized version, right? Uh, which he gave the dimensions earlier. It was a, was it a foot wide? You said now. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little big, bigger than a foot wide, like uh, twelve and a half inches, and then nine and nine and a quarter inches uh, from top to bottom. Top to bottom. And then about an inch thick. Okay, so then, uh, but then there's also there's another product, uh, a pledge amount that is actually it's more, and that is because that's the mini, and that's the limited the product. Yeah. So you're only going to make a certain number of those. Do you have the dimensions on those? On that, those? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I will measure them, but it, it, just to give you an idea, it would be. I'd say about half of the size, so from side to side, so about six inches, and by, let me see, by nine, maybe. So if it was 12 inches, no, yeah, six inches, and from top to bottom, no, it'd be about seven inches, I guess. About seven inches. So, you know, um, I'll get you the direct dimensions. I'll put them up. But what it is, actually, it was a pilot program. We were going to just, I wasn't even going to sell these things. You know, I just, we wanted to make like a hundred of them, make sure everything works and be primo, you know. So we just put the numbers on it. So it's numbers one through 10, uh, one through zero, and then having the, um, you know, some sight words and some spaces to write on the bottom. And then on the back is, you know, the, a small drawing side. Are we, do you think we're, are we ready to take questions or do we want to go? Yeah, on yeah. More? Two hands as far. You want to start? With, show us. Uh, this is Alan. I, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in and, and, uh, you got to excuse me. I, I lost my vision later in life. So I, I don't know Braille, but I'm having a hard time with your description of understanding exactly how this thing works. So uh, just, just, just bear with me a second. So I got that it's 12 and I think you said three quarters inches wide right. and about nine and a quarter inches tall. So it, 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 are, are you forced to use it in? I'm gonna call that landscape mode because that's like a landscape. It is picture. landscape mode. Yeah. Uh, 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 okay. So so one side is a free form. You have a free form side. You can draw on it. Sounds like and and do whatever you want to. Now, di- are are you using this thing always with the stylus, or can you use your fingers on it? That, that's where I got a little confused. And uh, it, it seems like one side's got numbers and letters on it, and, and they're Braille equivalents. Is, is that is that right? Or uh, I, I, I'm a little I'm a little confused on exactly what we got what we have here. So uh, I, I, I'm sure it's me. So if you could kind of uh, clarify that before we go to the other questions, that'd be good. Of course, um, and, and I'm sure other people have questions too. It's it's kind of hard to get across you know every little the well it's, it's sometimes everybody you know understands this but they don't get that but you mm-hmm. had some excellent questions you know so 
the stylus is magnet. So it right. lifts the balls up, right? right. So they're okay. like little BBs. So if you draw a circle sure. on the drawing side, the all the BBs come up and you can feel the circle. Okay. Then you can use your finger to just push all the BBs back down. I got you. Okay. Okay. Excellent. If you like, if I did the whole house and the tree, I could mm-hmm. also use the side of the stylus to just wipe everything clean. Okay. Right. Now, on the other side, the Braille teaching side, mm-hmm. okay, there's all the Braille letters and all, you know, and uh, some sight words and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that is where one at a time you could learn the A and the B. And you lift up, you know, you count the holes one, two, three, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. And they count up the A, uh, you know, you can you can only lift up A, the one, and then you practice it next to it. And, uh, you know, one of the cool things is, too, uh, it, you know, you don't have to, like, uh, learn. Well, oh, yeah, let me tell you that the, they're jumbo Braille cells. And, and, in fact, the ones on top are even jumboer. That's my new word. They're even more jumbo than the ones on the bottom. <laughs> and you you don't even have to be like wanting to like learn Braille and be proficient at it like right away. But this will give you an introduction to it. And it's no pressure. It's like have fun with it, you know, just enjoy it you know and and play with it and draw and then try more braille again you know so it's i think it'll be maybe uh maybe enjoyable for you so so like so 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 like the letter a again on that side of the teaching side are 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 the the pen uh, i'm not using the right term but the pens or whatever that designate the, the letter a are those always permanently in place so you can always reach up and feel them or, or, or do they, uh, uh, I, I know you said there's an area you can draw on that side where you're teaching words and stuff, but the, yeah. where the various letters are indicated, are the, are those permanent indications with, with the, with the various braille letters and stuff? Yes. And okay. So you picture that there's an A and then mm-hmm. on top of the A, there's two big Braille cells. Right. On, on the one big Braille cell, you can only lift up the dot number one. So if you only lift up dot number one, you made an A. And I then next to that, you could you can make mistakes. You could lift up one and three or one and five. And you could then you could say, oh, that doesn't match. I got to match it. So it's one and one. So okay. I down the other ones and I got one and one. Oh. I got you. All right. Well, I'll let, somebody, I'll let somebody else take a turn. Thank you for the explanation. I appreciate it. No problem. Any more questions? Listen, you can always reach out to me, you know, and, and Matthew. You know, we're very open to questions and, and what, whatever you, you know, you think of something after this, please reach out to us. Okay, I see a phone user on uh, area code 518 has their hand up. 
This is Mary Beth. And um, I was just wondering uh, a couple things. One is, um, if you could, I know you gave the dimensions for the um, the doodle, Braille Doodle. How much uh, does it weigh about? And and then I guess just sort of with that, you know, how many, how they're, they're little little balls, right? Um, right? Is there like a set number of them? How many can you, you know, like in the Braille side, how much can you write at a time? Do you, do you use it to address tracking and stuff like that as well? Um, and on the other side, how do you how do you have the freeform, um, you know, balls? How do they stay in there? I mean, I'm I'm not expressing this very well. Um, no, and you're also, doing just, fine. You're doing fine. <laughs> just, just in general durability, because obviously, if you guys are sending this thing all over the world, I assume that you figured out what's going to happen if it breaks or if it it. Um, could you could you speak to that a little bit too? Thanks very much. No problem. Yeah, and we we want little kids to be able to play with this. So, of course, little kids are going to drop it and bang it. So we want us to stay together. So this could be some tough plastic, like a plastic toy, you know. But um, uh, underneath the Braille cells in the front, okay, there's all those practice Braille cells and Al, I think you were talking about this too, but like underneath that is cells. Like, so on the back, you have 1,570 dots, right? That are six millimeters apart. So that allows you to draw and have a little fun with that, right? But on the other side, they're divided up into six dot cells and there's two lines of 20. So. And I I should say as well that, that the ball bearings on one side don't affect the ball bearings on the other side. So, because you got, there's a, there's a layer, you said it was this foam in between there. So you can have, so if you, for instance, put the Braille cover on one side, then you could write whatever you're going to write. And then on the other side, you can you know, practice. And so you're, you're not affecting, you have, you know, two sides to work with at the same time. Good point. Matthew. So if you wanted to set up the other side, the drawing side as like, say you wanted to do a math problem or something, could, could you do that or would that not let it because that's a drawing sign? Well, what we have is these covers. So you'll be able to put a cover on it and it'll divide up everything into uh, two by two squares. And that's like those cubes. You you know who gave me that idea? Actually, I was talking to Judy Dixon, right? So Judy Dixon was like, well, you, you ever, you know, hear those cubes that you use the you spin around the cube and it makes all the different numbers and you have to put all these cubes in this thing. Well, why can't you do that? Like on the Braille doodle, I was like, yeah, why can't we do that? (laughs) And I I love stuff that, you know, it takes away all the pieces that, you know, fly all over the place. Cause uh, you know, and I, I had students with multiple disabilities, you know, uh, that's another thing is they couldn't necessarily keep their hands steady or move things properly, you know, so 
this will allow for, you know, things of error, you know, messing things up a little bit and then erasing it and getting yeah. back to it. Yeah, we had a uh, couple of comments from customers uh, on the Kickstarter pages. Like they want to practice, they want to play with this with their grandkids or, or their kids. Um, many young parents of uh, blind children and blind parents as well are are going to enjoy something like this um, because, and, and it's not going to spill the ball bearings all over the place, by the way, there's springs in there. Uh, and you have springs under there that are going to hold it. So I imagine you could shake it and it's not going to, um, that, that's right. You, you can shake it and it's not going to uh, delete what you've written. What's just me shaking it? Right. And one of, the, one of the reasons why you don't hear it as well is because we did that on purpose. We put that foam in the middle because there's a, a toy kind of like this. And if you shake it, it's like a mariachi band going on. So you can imagine what it would be like with 1,500 balls on one side and another 500 on the other. It would be like really loud. So... Um, yeah, does that answer your questions pretty much? Yes, yeah. thank you oh. very much. Okay, Nikki is next. Hi there, thank you very much. This has been a very interesting presentation. And it sort of reminds me of those old lead magnet things that they used to have with a picture frame, only the magnet was underneath. So I have two questions. Etch a sketch, or you mean like an etch a sketch yeah, or a light, a light bright? Yeah, I'm, I'm, right. Etch a sketch. Yeah, thank, thank you for, thank you everyone for your attention because I realize it's, it's kind of like talking to you about food you've never tasted, you know, and, and <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I appreciate everyone's attention. Okay, continue there, uh, Daniel. Okay, okay. Or, so I wasn't quite clear about how large this pointer magnet is, but um, something somebody else said makes me think that it's. It's small enough to pull up one dot at a time. Is that correct? That is correct. So okay. So then it's okay, like on the end of a stylus. So right. it's on the end of a pen, or it'll be th almost like a thick crayon too. Because I also wanted to make it so it'll be easy to pinch. Um, you know, it's funny when I. When I gave some of the uh, early prototypes to, to, to young children, they were grabbing the stylus with the fist and just moving it around because they never really held a pen or a pencil before. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, there's another thing maybe we could work on is like we could make it so there's like a pinchy thing on the end so you can learn a little bit about how to hold the stylus properly. And, I, I, you know, in the future, I think we're all, you know, waiting for that day when we have the electronic version of this, where we have thousands of dots that rise and lower to different heights, you know, and then we can have a stylus that will really do some cool stuff. You know, and How long is the stylus? Uh, the stylus about six inches, seven inches. Well, I, I just had a thought. I still have the other question, but what about sure. having some kind of um, attachment on it so that the kids could put, or anybody could put their finger through it to help the stability of holding it? Like a little, uh, like a, maybe a little thick rubber band or something that would, would be in place and they could just insert their finger there and that would help them. I mean, that's an idea. Okay, but the other thing is, okay, so 
you use the stylus to do the braille and when you want to draw you use your finger right and no no you you use the stylus as well to draw i was just doing it in reverse i was doing a you know like uh black on white and white on black type of thing you know just reversing it where you can lift up everything and push it down with your finger or you can use the stylus to make lines and 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 circles and things okay and then you said that they they're more stable because they're they're on spring so that they won't just fall down on their own you have to push them back down is that correct that's correct and that was Thank the $64,000 question is how do we get them to stay up just right Thank you very pretty, much no problem yeah. and we got, we had uh we got a question a while back from from someone on another in another forum where they were describing because if you drag the stylus across these pins it's going to grab each one that it comes in contact with because of the the magnet but if you're trying to write braille and you want the letter m for for my name you gotta get dots one skip over dot two and come down to dot three pick that up and come across to dot four well yes the ball the ball bearings are coming upwards but if you're going to do that in braille you've got to basically tap downwards did i explain that right daniel you did and uh, you know this is another thing i, I think it was some painter with really big hair used to say, this is a happy accident. <laughs> there is no mistakes, only happy. So a happy accident that happened with, uh, with the springs was the springs also act in reverse. They hold the balls down unless the magnet is like right over it. So it, it, it stops mistakes from happening. Fascinating. Thank you so much. No problem. No problem. Okay. Uh, Karen Rose is next. Jeff, I have a question. After this Kickstarter thing, when will they be available for regular retail and how much will they cost? Well, it will be probably 20, uh, you know, 2023. Are we in 2023 or 2024? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it will be after Christmas. So, and that's an excellent question, you know, and it, it's, it's driving me a little crazy because I, I've always wanted to keep this price down. Only, however, I can't like be in, in retail either. So, I can't just like continue just shipping these all over the world because that's not the intention of this organization, uh, which I want to get back to in a second. But we, so we're going to use retailers uh, and retailers will tend to double the price. And it's unfortunate, but that's, that's the facts. They have their own things that they have to, they have their overhead and stuff like that. So, you know, we estimate about $150 after, after the Kickstarter so next year. So get them now while they're still hot. <laughs> yeah, because then what happens is, you know, you get a retailer and they put their own sticker, kind of like the conveyor belt where the, you know, it's the same can of beans, but it's 
it's uh, you know Safeway or, or whatever the other <laughs> store is. You know, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> put their own sticker on it. But this is the the chance to get the uh, the. This is your direct price from from the Touchpad Pro Foundation. And one of the things I want to point out real quick, too, is we are the Touchpad Pro Foundation. So we are a 501c3 nonprofit. So the idea of putting this together as a foundation is that although the revenue is going to go back into the machine, you know, of course, we want to keep the foundation going. We want to make new products, maybe. But what we want to do is hand out these braille doodles to kids who can't afford it. Okay. So that's when we say, if you want to donate them, you could donate 10 and say, listen, I want to send these 10 to the lighthouse in uh, Texas and we'll do that. And not only that, but you could write it off your taxes. Even if you buy it on the Kickstarter, we could give you a receipt, and you could write that off your taxes. Mm-hmm. Well, I want one for myself, actually. So, well, you you go. <laughs> so all this time now, I I, I guess we deliberately make donations. I mean, that's honorable. That's nice that people would do that. But I'm really interested in one for myself. So, what does well, this Kickstarter mean? You know, and you also you're contributing. This is you pointed out something very important, though. Here, even when you're buying it for yourself. You know, we're we're going to have like a margin. We're going to try to have like how much is it going to take to put together? How much is it going to take to ship? You know, how much is it going to take to keep the operation going? You know, so in there, we could also have, you know, percentages going out to charities. So when you're participating, especially in the beginning, like in this Kickstarter, you're participating, you're becoming part of this team like this family that is bringing this into existence, right? So you're, you're like, you know, one of us, you know, because this is like, you're here from the, the get go, like believing in this thing and believing it should be in the world and that you want one and you want other people to have them too, you know, so you're really a part of this. Mm-hmm. So did we have other uh, questions? Perhaps we ought to uh, summarize there, Daniel. What we have on the the Kickstarter, and we haven't we haven't said the URL uh, URL yet, which is which, which is fine in my estimation because hearing your screen reader and us talk is just too many voices at one time. So, but we we have this tiny URL, so it's it's very easy to to find. Uh, you can go to Kickstarter and type in Braille, and we're the first project that that comes up. But if you go to www.tinyurl.com slash Braille Doodle Kickstarter. Okay, so it's, it's, there's no special capitals. There's, it's all run together. Tinyurl.com slash Braille Doodle Kickstarter. And that'll come into the Kickstarter page. And you'll want to log in and, and create your account. And then you, you can have your you can create your pledge. Oh, I, we didn't mention there's there's a there well, there are some add-ons. You can add on more than one braille doodle, but we got keychains as well. Yeah, the keychains is 
that says Braille is love in in legible Braille, and it's from this company. Uh, this company that's kind of made a, a good name for itself. And now I'm having one of those senior moments when you can't think <laughs> of the name where you actually think of. <laughs> so uh, the the the. Jeez. Okay, I'll look that up, Matthew. You talk. Okay, so, so I, I would say. <laughs> oh, I, I was going to say before, before uh, that um, that probably the most common option that people might want to do is to order to pledge one Braille Doodle and one keychain. Like if that, that's one of the most common ones. So that's the, it's an add-on. So it's maybe three or four pages that you have to go through as you're creating your your info and your payment and all that. Okay, if more questions. Carla would be next. This sounds so fascinating, but I'm having a hard time imagining it. I guess I don't have a very good imagination or something. Some people have accused me of having too much imagination. But anyhow, um, so um, I don't know if we ever got how much it weighed. And can you can you use it? Can you use it like a a note taker? Um, in other words, if um, you're, uh, you get a phone call and you want to jot down a number real fast. Um, would that be another use for an average person to use it for as well as teaching Braille? You could write it on those two lines of 20 cells on that one side, or you could come to the other side and then put the Braille cover on and then write some some items in 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 braille there but as as we said a little earlier it's totally mechanical so it's all under the power of your fingers and so how do you and then what is i don't quite understand the braille cover and i don't quite understand i can't get my head around how you erase with it just push them down and and then the the mini is just um um a smaller and what is the braille cover and I'm, I'm still i'm just having a hard time imagining this and i'm you know i'm taking notes and trying to figure it out you know have you have you used a stencil when you were in school oh yes 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 i've used stencil like you know you so you could draw a triangle or a heart you know so what it is essentially is like a stencil so the stencil will be the shape of a house or a tree, or the stencil will be dividing up all the cell, all the dots into six dot cells. Um, one thing I have to say though is like when it comes to note taking, when you, if you push them down, you know they could get they're not locked up into place, right? So you know you could like accidentally push them down um, and, and to bring them back up. You know, there's, there's other products that, that do our note takers. And I would like to like look into doing that more in the future. There's another conversation I've had with Matthew and with Judy Dixon about like, you know, creating a different type of braille slate, you know, something that you could write, uh, you know, facing up and that we could get those pins closer together. Um, so that would be cool to do. Okay, so. but what, like, what comes in the box? I mean, you get the unit, and then you get, what, several Braille covers that are these stencils, and I'm still a little confused, I guess. I think the stencils, for now, are going to come separately. I'm hoping in the future when we get to manufacturing, well, you know, 
I, I kind of, I, I want to, why don't I say this? I'll, in, we'll include the, uh, the, the Braille cover that will divide it up into Braille and we'll include uh, the house and the tree, you know, so we can include that in the box. But mostly what you're getting in the box is the Braille doodle, which is, you know, the the two-sided device, the size of a, a, you know, like I have my laptop in front of me. It's a 16-inch laptop, a MacBook Pro, and, you know, it's about that size, but thick, like two of them stacked up. And it's about that heavy. I feel it's like about the same weight. I'm holding it in the corner. So it, it's got it's got a little heft to it. I think it's about four pounds, I would say, um, you know, because of all the balls inside. But it also, you know, allows you so it won't, like, push around the table, like if you're drawing and stuff. It'll stay in place. So once again, before we do wrap up, can you give us again where we can learn more information by going to the website, a phone number, an email, something like that? Touchpadprofoundation.org. So that's our name, Touchpad Pro Foundation. If you want to reach out to me, I'm Daniel at touchpadprofoundation.org. If you want to reach out to Matthew, he is Matthew at touchpadprofoundation.org. And, you know, you know, please sign up for our mailing list. Uh, or, you know, I, I think I even put my phone number on the website. My son's like, why do you want to put your phone number on the website? But, uh, you know, just give me a call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I have. I put my Google voice. I put my Google voice number up there. So, like, for instance, if, if you're, you know, we hope that you will like to pledge uh, to uh, to get in on this project. But if you're having difficulties, send, send me an email, Matthew at touchpadprofoundation.org, and I'll write you back. And you'll have the, the information on the bottom there. And uh, just let me know what issues you're having. Thank you both for being with us for a great presentation. And oh, join us all next week on Tech Talk. Thank you all.